And the title of of this this show is "Does Working from Home Actually Work?" And I'm the host of Live Without Limit. Now, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about something that I've talked about before, and this is something I think that so many people just don't even recognize, but the trend has been changing for the last almost 30 years where we've been moving to where people work from home. If you look back over the history of the growth in the United States and think about the beginning of the 20th century when there was a big influx of Europeans, and many of them brought their skills with them from their home country. So what did they do? Well, in their home country, they lived in little small towns or communities, and they were in walking distance to each other. So many would take their layers and put it on a cart, and then they would take the cart and they would go to home to home to sell their land. Well, when they came to the United States, it was much more spread out. So what did they do? They would take a push cart, stand it on the street corner, and let the customers come to them. So that was the beginning of the growth of the entrepreneur. Then many of them, as they started to get more business and they needed more space to carry their products, they moved into little small shops. Some shops grew into corporations. Some stayed little small mom-and-pop stores. Their children were the first generation born in this country, and because they wanted to give back for what they had gained, many of them were willing to go fight and join the military during World War II. And that's also about the time that women started entering the workplace, simply because there was a shortage of men. And as things began to change and corporations started to grow, you start seeing people move up into management-level positions. And... Then after 25 years, getting their retirement party with their gold watch. And because at that time there was an unwritten rule that when you went to work for the corporation, you had a job for life. Therefore, the baby boomer generation, many of them were willing to start at the bottom with the corporation with the idea of, doing like their forefathers, and growing with the company and retirement 
and living comfortably. But along the way, corporations started to merge. They started to have two to three people working the same job. So what did they do? Well, then the company started to offer buyout packages to their employees, especially in upper and middle management, so they could open it up and not have to, to have too many people doing the same job. And then you started seeing the outgrowth of the little small businessman again. Well, this was around the late 80s and the 90s. And during the 90s, if you remember, that was the beginning of the growth of the dot-com era. It was also an overinflated period because there was no real movement of money. It was misunderstood about the business and how it worked. And then what you started seeing was that it was a time that when people started getting their buyout packages, they needed to look for other types of employment to suddenly take and start their own business with the idea of possibly building their own business. For some, it went very well, and for others, it didn't, and they went back to work for the little small mom-and-pop stores again. Now, that was also around the time that companies were looking to cut their expenses. So what did they do? They started realizing that, that with the access to software and computers, especially personal computers, they could get the software, put it on the computer, give the employee the computer and the phone and with the software installed and tell them to go set up the internet service and the phone service and then all they would have to do is log into the mainframe and work from home. So that was the beginning of remote workers. And then toward the beginning of the 21st century, it became more and more common to see people starting small businesses using the internet using e-commerce, and it was also the beginning of the growth of platforms where people could actually work from home and run a business. So studies suggest that remote working could be the solution both employers and employees have been looking for, especially during now with the changing of the workplace, because what has happened is the coronavirus has brought forth and accelerated a trend that has already been happening for the last 20 years in the workplace. So working from home conscious of different images in different people's minds. From employees, it's a dream situation. A restful day, Spent in comfort of your own home without the boss breathing down your neck. Employers view it more as a nightmare. Picturing no work getting done as employees while away the day watching TV. So the question remains, is working from home a viable opinion? And science has its say. Now, here's the thing. 
many companies, when they started offering jobs where you could work remotely, especially if what you were doing was customer service, then you had to log on to their mainframe so they could transfer calls to your computer. And you had to tell them what days you wanted to work and what days you wanted off. It did allow for flexible time, simple reason. That if you, especially if you have young children and an office job is usually nine to five, then you either had to hire someone to take care of your children in the home or you had to put them in daycare. So flexi time allowed you to stay at home, but it also meant that you had to be at your computer. And here's the thing that people don't always think about. When you set up your home business, you need to take a room with a door and literally set it up as your office and put a sign on the door that says what your work hours are and have no one answer unless you open the door yourself and you just let them know what times you're going to be taking a break so that you can interact with them, but you need to be mindful of the time and you also need to be able to understand that you have to discipline yourself because there's no one there to stand over you to discipline you. Does it actually help? How does working from home impact employee productivity? Stanford Professor Nicholas Bloom and his team attempted to provide an answer in their March 2013 paper entitled, Does Working from Home Work? Evidence from a Chinese Experiment. The subject of their research was Chinese travel agency C-Trip, where call center employees who volunteered were randomly assigned to work from home or in the office for nine months. Blue revealed in his findings that remote working led to a 13% increase in performance with a 9% rise in minutes per shift and a 4% increase in calls per minute attributed to a quieter working environment. Home workers also reported improved work satisfaction, experienced less turnover, and took fewer breaks in sick days. The success of the experiment prompted C-Trip to offer the remote working option to the whole firm and allowed the experimental employees to reselect between the home or office. Over half of them switched, leading to gains almost doubling to 22%. This highlights the benefits of learning and selection efforts when adopting modern management practices like WSH. Similar research was carried out by Flex Plus Strategy Group in which 595 full-time FSG employees 
were surveyed. It revealed that remote working actually improves communication, creativity, productivity, and engagement when employees are properly trained in how to operate in a work-from-home situation. Organizations that play flexible flexibility for their performance challenges risk missing out on the very business gains that they're trying to achieve, said Flexible Workplace Strategist Callie Williams-Young, CEO of the Flexible Strategy Group, in a press release. The flexibility is not the problem. It's the organizations don't know how to use the flexible and remote work strategies to transform their business. What we're dealing with really and truly is a new paradigm of thinking, a shift in how we look at the workplace today. And when you realize what's going on and how you as an individual change your mindset, that is really where we're at. What we need to look at is thinking more positively. And that comes through the laws of attraction and the secret. Often we don't realize how important that mindset is because for so many times what happens is when you're growing up in the home, even when you're in school, what do they tell you? For one thing, they will sit there and tell you and teach you that when you graduate high school, your job is to go to college and take business or take management or whatever skill you're interested in with the idea that you go to work for a company and you do that nine-to-five job. Here's the kicker. Not all jobs have to be done from the office. And understanding that, that yes, there are certain things that you need to do where you're face-to-face or that you have to physically be there to help someone. And that's why medical personnel and their support staff uh, and even people in, in restaurants are very important. But at the same time, many jobs today can be done by hooking into a mainframe in someone's office. And all they have to do, and a few years ago, back when the, the gas prices went so high that many, uh, even government jobs, instead of having someone travel to work, what they did was they let them work from home and, and just get the calls in their house. Especially in call centers, it's easy to be done today because everything we do today, we do with a computer. And using a computer in every aspect of our business is so important because everything is, is so is digitally done. And what is digital marketing? Well, first of all, that search engine optimization that's incorporating social media, that's using websites 
you, you know, I've been in the professional speaking industry for over 30 years, and I can remember back in the beginning, if you wanted to get on with a, a training company where you would travel around and be their presenter and their trainer, you had to do auditions with them. And often that meant that you had to be a really smooth operator when you stood up there and you had to be good at eye contact and because they were only going to be hiring experienced speakers who were already successful to work for them. And here's the kicker, that when you went to work for them, here was your schedule. You would fly out on Sunday to the city where you were to do the presentation the next day. Then you had to get up anywhere from 5.30 to 6 in the morning so you could be in that room by 7 in the morning so that you could make sure you had the room set up, everything working, have had your breakfast and prepared. Then you work to 5, 6 o'clock in the evening doing your presentation. Then after you, after you finish the presentation, you had to go to the back of the room and box up any tapes and books that did not sell and return them and ship them back. Then you had, had the opportunity to eat your dinner. Then you got into a car and you drove to the next city that you were working in the next day, and you did this 10 or two weeks or 10 days, supposedly two weeks out of the year, sometimes even three weeks out of the year, depending on how much they needed you and the time that you had to put in, okay? And then what they found was they had a very high turnover because many of those speakers and trainers wanted to spend more time with their families. Well, now with the access of the Internet, you can go on YouTube and you can post your videos. You can go into platforms where you can literally create a website. Now, in the past, when you training companies wanted to sell their programs, what would they do? They would print up brochures with the dates and the times and they would send them out, and it often would take at least two to three, even ten times of sending out their brochures before people or companies would even sign up for those programs. So that was always an iffy thing, too. Well, and what happened if there was a mistake made on the brochure? Then you had to throw them all out and you had to reprint them all up, and that was an expense, and then you had the expense of the mailings, and with the access of the Internet and a website and autoresponders, you can literally send out information, and here's the other thing, that speakers and trainers, Many of them, because they're so used to the old way of thinking, they have to retrain themselves in understanding how they can do business 
working from home, getting on a webinar platform. I use Builderall because not only can I dock my e-learning courses, but I can create evergreen webinars that I can sell, I can do it live, and then record it, and then keep reselling it, and I can set it up where I have ghost attendees that ask questions and are answered, and it can make it seem as though it's a live presentation, and you can, whenever anyone interacts, you can set up a chat box so that when they ask the questions, you can get it, and then you can answer it. That way it makes it feel like it's live and going on right then and there, even though it's already a tape session. So the technology really enhances the things that you can do. Of course, it allows you to, to have more time with your family and do the things that you want to be able to do and be there for birthdays or whatever. And Oh, now you have customer relationship management where you can keep a file on your members, your attendees, whatever, and then acknowledge any special events in their lives. And that builds a, your relationship so that they get to know, like, and trust you. So no office equals no stress and well, not quite. Having established the benefits of remote working, it's important for organizations to identify which employees would thrive in this situation. Most employees with you working from home is the opportunity for stress-free. But recent research conducted by researchers at Baylor University suggests otherwise. Published in Europe, in the European Journal of Work and Organization Psychology in June 2018, this study looks at the impact of remote work on employee well-being and offers several options to tailor remote working opportunities to be as useful to the organization as possible, any organization, regardless of the extent to which people work remotely needs to consider the well-being of their employees as they implement more flexible working practices. The researchers wrote, they studied 403 working adults measuring their autonomy. If something stressful happens at work, a person who is high on emotional stability can take it in stride, remain positive, and figure out how to address it. A person low in emotional stability might get frustrated, discouraged, expanding energy with those emotions instead of on the issue in hand, explained lead author Sarah Perry on the press release. The research found that working from home seemed to suit those employees reporting high levels of autonomy and emotional stability the best with employees reporting high levels of job autonomy with lower and levels of emotional stability appearing to be 
more susceptible to, to strain. Apparently, working from home isn't the stress-free mini vacation it seems. Simply put, an employee that gets easily stressed out at work is more likely to get more stressed out at work as well. Which is why managers need to make sure to make adequate resources available to them if the need arises from them to work from home. On the other hand, emotionally stable employees were much more suitable candidates to work from home opportunities. Whether your company embraces it or not, remote working is growing at a remarkable rate. Study released by Switzerland-based service office provider TWIWG in May 2018 found that 70% of professionals work remotely at least one day a week, while 53% work remotely at least half of the week. If you offer workers the chance to work where they need to be and not where they are told to go to, it completely transforms their view of the company. They are more productive. And IWG Chief Executive Mark Dixon in an interview with CNBC, if they can work from an office near where they live or near where they need to be, it's totally transformational. And here's the thing, to understand that remote working, that the COVID-19 pandemic has changed how we look at the job market. And remote working is going to be done more and more. It alleviates traffic. It creates and lessens a lot of the problems that have been going on where People get stressed out on the way to work because they're dealing with the highways, traffic accidents, people cutting them off. There are just so many factors that happen. And not only that, you can live in one town and work in a totally different town as a remote worker, whereas when you have to be in an office, you want to be as close as possible so you can reduce that travel time. So here's what you need to understand, that just because you are thinking about remote working or don't actually understand what's going on, do your research. Find out if the company offers it, think about your family situation. How much time do you want to spend with them? And remember this, that any business today has to have a website because if when your website is open 24-7 and people can go on there and find even when you're on vacation or even when you sleep. What we're talking about here is what we call 
a lifestyle business. And often we don't actually understand what a lifestyle business is, but a lifestyle business is living the lifestyle you want to live on your terms and not someone else's terms. And remember that what you do today, how you, you train your thoughts to think of a job at working at home as opposed to a job working in an office for exactly how you can interact with people because what you need to do is learn to manage your time more effectively and to make time for your family and not only make time for your family, but also make time to go out and enjoy yourself and do things where you have the opportunity to interact with people, and that will help you because some of the things that, that people say are the problem that comes from working at home is the isolation. Remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one, personalcareercoach.com, and we can work with you on building your home-based business.